weird. Everybody. Welcome to the Weird Podcast. My name's Aaron. This is Craig, and I got a bonus story for you. Do you already? But we're gonna we're gonna break we're gonna break past the rules right off quick. the bat. I just saw this article on Cult of Mac. You ready for this? Yeah. This is a bonus. This is free because it's not in the show notes. This is actually one of these you you you're getting your money's worth. Yeah. Right now, as you and I check the clock to make sure we got time at the Leeberry. No, we're good. Phone overuse makes millennials grow spikes on their skulls. Doctors have noted a change in the shape of many millennial skulls. Spikes are growing just above the neck, and researchers uh, into the phenomenon, nah, 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 <laughs> phenomenon blame it on too much cell phone use. Is it because the neck's bent down? or It says, however, this isn't some bizarre radiation-induced mutation, but it's instead the skeleton adapting to the bent-over posture phone users typically adopt. Yeah. I, I lay on my back Look to use picture. my phone. That picture. <laughs> It was crazy. That that was the kind of quality you get. That when you listen to the weird podcast, which by the way is the podcast that gives you all the true news you can use and you'll blow a fuse. That's right. But you're going to get instant stories like that. That's if amazing. See, if, if we see there's something that needs to be told that's weird, yeah, because we hadn't even gone through the rules yet. No, I broke protocol. You did break protocol. I called an audible. You're going to have to buy it. I too. called an audible. Yeah, you pulled an audible on yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was my only sports <laughs> reference I, I've got. Monday, June 24th, episode 287. But isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's crazy. All these kids been over there have like shooting little horns sticking on the back there's, of their Yeah, there's kids born today that have, don't know life without cell phones. It's crazy. Put them in a world with a, with a rotary phone for about a week. Yeah. Corded to the wall. You know something I forgot about that somebody uh, mentioned in an article or I saw somewhere online is I forgot about playing songs on the touchtone phone. Like oh, Mary yeah, had that's right. Yeah. Like, you could get little song books that would actually have those. We were, we're sold. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> podcast rules real quick. Only true stories. And when a bad guy's mentioned in a story by only two names, the reader must add Alan to the middle to complete the official bad guy name code. When reading a story with quotes, the reader must do his best to emulate the accent of that geographical area. And only one official band name per episode per co-host. Hey, you know, sometimes I say peltperformance.com. That's P-E-L-T performance.com. Yeah. We, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> that's exactly where we're going. I was leading in. Do you need, do you do anything outside? Do you like to take hikes? I know Glenna sometimes or I'll G walk outside. Sometimes I walk outside to get the mail. Well, or I go get in my car. Pelt, Pelt Performance has this new line of backpacks that are flipping amazing. And they, there's going to be a flip. there's going to be a video. Maybe even by the time this episode airs, there's going to be a video at peltperformance.com showing you. Uh, exactly what these backpacks can do. So check that out. Lori and I went out uh, last weekend and filmed a, a bunch of video of this backpack, and I'm going to put it all together and make a short 30-second little infomercial thing about it. But anyway, uh, Pell Performance, you can get yourself some compression socks, which will change the way you live. You put those things on. At least change your socks. And it gets you some energy throughout the day. gets rid of varicose veins. He's got the best... Uh, Compression socks on the market. Chris? Yeah. How's Chris? Chris is good. I talked to him today. Old friend. Yeah, yeah, old friend. Um, you were asking me what I do if I go outside yeah. and stuff like that. You know, uh, a week from tomorrow, this is Monday, 
I'm going to go get my la- my first of my two eyes lasered out. That's right. You're going to be. <laughs> I'm going to get robotic eyes. You're going to look like uh, uh, Sean, our buddy Sean from uh, WisecracksRadio.com. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so right now I can, you know. Well, Sean doesn't use his patches anymore. Well, Sean's got a completely different issue. I'm, well, I'm still, going it's for an eye thing. So I'm going to go a week from tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to go get my eyeballs lasered. Nice. And then on Friday's episode, we'll probably probably talk about it. But then the following um, Tuesday, I'll go for the second one. Yeah. But I'm pretty excited. I'm hoping they don't gouge my eyes out. When you go to the first one, are you going to tell the doctor, I'll gladly pay you Tuesday yes, I'll gladly for an eye laser today? For a brand new lens in my eye today. Yeah. Hey, it's time. It's that time. Here it is, a Monday episode. It's Aaron's album of the week. Why don't we just skip to uh, your album? Let's not talk about the albums. Let's talk about that record player. The album of the week this week? <laughs> Why would you just look down and ignore me? I did get a new turntable, and uh, I'm thrilled with it. It's a vintage. It's a Techniques. Uh, beautiful. I say, automatic. I say Techniques. I've heard people say Technics. Yeah, Techniques. I, I call I, it Techniques. I, I prefer to say Techniques yeah. because that's what I always heard, but I think it's I think it's technically technics. Probably. But, my previous uh, turntable had a belt. It was belt driven. This My new one is direct drive. Dude, all the Mickey Mouse ones with his little hand. <laughs> That's the one you had, right? His hand comes down and, and, and plays the record. My album of the week this week is Kiss Destroyer, which is my favorite Kiss album ever. It's got Beth on it. I heard she was calling. Yeah, uh, but he couldn't go home right then. No, no. You know he, what's funny is... Him and the boys were playing. Ace Freely uh, wrote a song... Uh, few years ago called rocking with the boys it's exactly the same song just mixed up a little bit he just cha- he changed where the notes went sorry up. i can't he made come go home. down sorry i can't come home tonight because i'm rocking with the boys i mean give him a break he he I thought, love ace he thought here we go i got that was a sure thing back then <laughs> yeah, let's try it now you know when um oh i'm totally blanking on his name uh he they went by the names flo and eddie but the guy from the turtles the lead singer of the turtles yeah so he writes Happy Together. Great, right. great documentary out there about the Turtles. He writes Happy Together. The The record label says, you got to do a follow-up. So he and, said and Sad so, Apart. No. So he, he says, he said, what? Oh, yeah, sad, sad Apart. apart. Yeah. We're destroyed away from each other. Something. But anyway, so he, um, he goes back to his hotel room, gets tanked. <laughs> by whichever drug or yeah, whatever, whatever they were on at the time. He said he took everywhere that Happy Together would go up. Yeah. He would write the note to go down. <laughs> he wrote their next big hit, Eleanor. And even the lyrics of Eleanor are ridiculous. He says, you're, you're my pride, my joy, etc." Yeah. I mean, that's what he puts in the song. <laughs> yeah. It's a great song. Uh, I, I think you're really... Well, if you got a, if you got a potion or a... a, a if you got something that works, just well, stick with it. I mean, it. The, the lyrics were like... This is how much like I think he was over it. I mean, he wrote... I think you're groovy. Let's go to a movie. I mean, that's the kind of stuff he was writing. But the thing was, it was a great song. It was a great pop, bubblegummy kind of... And the thing is that... I was inspired. Now I'm tired. <laughs> that's about right. So he just went upstairs, got got, got tanked got up loopy. on... Got, got tanked up on something, and, where, and he says wherever it went... You know, the other guy... Uh, man, I wish I could remember names. I anymore. saw the I, Turtles live. I forgot the other guy's name. I called Floyd. They did a... Um, they did a uh, there was a tour going around in the 90s, early 90s. It was like 94, I want to say. Uh, it had a lot of the old bands in it. Uh, Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons, the Four Tops, and the Turtles, and all these bands. But it was really good. So, um, 
trying, I'm trying to cheat here and look up real quick here. So Howard's who I'm talking about. Howard Kalen. He's the lead singer. Now Mark Volman was the other guy. They had a band for a group for was Flo and Eddie. I think is what they called themselves. Mark was teaching. He was a professor at either Belmont or Vanderbilt. Really? I don't know if he's still here. Peter Frampton taught at uh, Belmont for a while. But Howard. Uh, they, they were they, I think they were one of those bands admittedly just kind of like they weren't really a great band at first and they just kind of like did it yeah. and then they became like kind of like the monkeys the monkeys yeah, well they were hired for a show yeah, but they but turned they all, out to but be they, awesome but they, all, they all had talent already yes, I especially mean, Davy Jones personal well, friend could, of mine well, he could do that dance yeah he could I mean I can't obviously I, I mean I think we've talked about this before I think undisputed the, the two best people and nothing against you know God rest their soul the two dead guys are not who I'm going to name the two yeah. best ones in the band were Michael Nesmith and Mickey Dolan yeah Mickey Dolan still sounds today listen to that new album and he looks the same yeah he still 50 years later has the same has not lost his voice listen to the song uh, they had an album out this past year and uh, Andy Partridge from um, XTC yeah wrote one of them and then what's his face from Weezer I always forget his name wrote one of the other ones and just they're great songs and listen to Mickey sing it's like he just sounds like he used to yeah and, he's uh, one of those that still has a great voice there's there's very few of them at that age that do yeah, Michael's voice is still good but he doesn't Michael's look just, like Michael Nesbitt anymore. oh no he looks like old man Nesbitt. yeah he, he looks like old man something I, I wouldn't recognize yeah, him he's, he yeah. went from he went from you know, when I met him back in like the nineties, yeah, he still had that the dark beard, the hair. I mean, you, yeah. you recognize the look. You know, it was it was. I mean, well, I mean not from the show, but and that later was years. the time where I was really digging him. I think during the late eighties, his music was. Well, he did a lot of cowboy country kind of stuff. Yeah, and he had that. Yeah. He had one song called Lucy and Ramona that was. Incredible. Awesome. Yeah. And, of course, he had um, uh, Elephant Parts was, yeah. the, was the video. Yep. He was kind of known as the grandfather of of the modern music video. Yeah. Like MTV was kind of his whole I I mean that I think it actually kind of was one of he was kind of like that's what something I think if I remember the story correctly he was behind he didn't end up doing it but he was the and if you watch something like short form videos like Elephant Parts yeah that was kind of a thing he did. I had it on Betamax. I had Elephant oh, Parts. Betamax was so great. Yeah, we've did discussed it, did this. Did this become the music podcast well, yeah well yeah and we got we got stuff to do maybe so let's we should go do ahead a music and, uh, podcast we can talk about the music and why everybody else is stupid for not liking <laughs> our music top story doctors remove 10 inch knife from teenager's brain uh, film at 11 great oh that's it your story oh no <laughs> uh, the family of a 15 year old kansas boy is breathing a sigh of relief after doctors were able to remove a 10-inch knife that was lodged in his brain. Eli Gregg was playing Saturday with other kids when his mother... Wait. <laughs> what? I'm not passing judgment here. When his mother, Jimmy Russell, heard him scream loudly outside of their home in Bourbon County. Oh, Bourbon County. That's why they're... Okay. Jimmy. Okay, Eli wait. Gregg's mother's name is Jimmy Russell. Wow. At, okay. At first... She figured it was. I mean, if it was spelled cute, J I M I or something, maybe it's Jenny, and the the journalist got it wrong. Or but I Russell. I mean, he's he's only fifteen year old. He's not. I mean, she, his but, mom's name is Jimmy Russell. Okay, okay, okay. Lay off of Russell. Okay, that's weird. Lay off little Jimmy, Eli, Eli Greg. <laughs> At first, did he invent the cotton gin? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The cotton. Yeah, that was it. At first, she figured it was uh, just part of the horseplay. Horseplay knives. Hmm. Huh. She quickly learned otherwise. I don't want to play horse with those guys. I'll tell you that. He came in the door, and when he opened the door, it was blood, and he had a piece of metal in his face. 
<laughs> it was really shocking. I've heard of metalheads, but this is totally off the, to the ne- off the charts. This, kid, this kid's taking the next level. <laughs> Apparently, Eli was handling the knife when it fell and went through his face. I don't think so. I don't think so either. <laughs> I don't think there's ever been a time when a knife fell and went through somebody's I'm face. holding a knife and whoops, ow! Were they playing guillotine in the backyard? <laughs> Maybe he's a big Alice Cooper fan. The tip of the blade stopped right at his uh, carotid artery, a corroded artery. I can't corroded. They got to clean that thing up. Carotid artery, corroded, carotid artery. Anyway, the, the bad artery. It was instant. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Call nine one one. This is bad. Yes. Russell told the local station. I'm not even sure exactly how it happened at this point, but yeah, it was scary. <laughs> Eli was rushed by ambulance to a children's hospital, but doctors there feared the precarious position of the knife next to the carotid artery put him at risk of a stroke or other serious damage so they decided he could hang a coat on it they'll just leave it sticking out of his face <laughs> they took him to the children's hospital which is always dangerous because I know, why do you have kids running yes, the hospital they're i mean they're smart children i they're understand sm- I that, that but, but if there's a knife in my face i don't want a kid trying no, to pull it out i want a, i want an experienced older please, doctor please. Yeah, the regular seen, hospital you, for me if you've seen some of the interns you wonder if they were that old but anyway we've digressed <laughs> you digressed uh, it could not have had a pound more of force on it and for him to survive that event. Yeah. A slight cut or tear would have led to massive bleeding. You mean like a knife in your face? <laughs> so Embersole and his team, that's the doctor, had to control the blood supply to the area with balloons. And what is, is it a time it's, for balloons? That's another thing with the children's hospital. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have real tools. <laughs> no, I mean, there's a time for balloons. There's a time for cotton candy and popcorn, that kind of and stuff. Pinatas or whatever. Pinata, right, right. That's great. We know you like your now and laters. How about now you work on this kid's face? Get some real doctor tools for yeah. Pete's sake. So they they they, they packed his face with balloons <laughs> and catheters. What is it? Clown hospital. <laughs> Before they could actually remove the blade from Greg's face, according oh. to Fox News. The surgeons reported <laughs> that they had to use a vice to grip it was rather it than their hands. I, what, what, I'm alcoholic or something? <laughs> I, no, I was thinking it dropped it on his head. Oh. <laughs> well, I probably could just beat it through his face that comes out the other side. Hey, kid, what's your favorite vice? <laughs> Quick. We need it. Well, I like balloons. <laughs> Shut up about the balloons already. The procedure was successful, and Eli is on the road to recovery. Hurry up and help, man. Your doctor's got to take a nap. <laughs> I want some milk. Oh, boy. Eli seems to have learned from the experience. His mom told Inside Edition that he's going to stay away from sharp objects. No, he won't. I bet he will, too. You can take a knife in the face just from holding it. <laughs> no, but you're a kid. Now he thinks he can do anything. He's got some healing to do, but he's out of danger for the most oh, part. Oh, my she goodness. In Florida, I This is from Mark Patch, our buddy. Headline is Burger King employee caught on camera mopping tables. And I saw the video. And you know, honestly, in its purest form, they were trying to make things a little more efficient. (laughs) I don't know. There just wasn't any. That's disgusting. I'm just guessing there wasn't a clean mop that was just used for tables. No, there's not a table mop in the place. A Burger King employee. What was I saw the other day? Someone said, the older I get, the more I understand Michael Douglas's character in Falling yes. Down. Yes. Yes. I, I hit that age a few years ago. Well, the more, yeah. the, if you've not seen Falling Down, it's not, a great not recommended for children, but it's a- It's a good movie. He finally is good. It's a good, <laughs> it's it's a, a good movie. That guy just gets sick and tired of everything. I have some juju beans. 
All he wanted was a breakfast sandwich at 1035 <sighs> or nine, whatever it was. That's what started it. It was just started. Yeah. That's all. He was already upset about yeah. traffic and everything else. Got out of his car and just left it. Just left it right I, there. I kind of watched that movie again. It's a good movie. I remember. I saw it in the theater. I did. Because as, as two mostly sane adults, we can watch it and and vicariously live through what he's yeah, going through. Yeah, we can relate a little bit. Without going yeah, out without and actually doing it. Yeah, without ending it. up in jail or dead. Yeah. <clears throat> St. John's County, Florida. A Burger King employee was caught on camera cleaning tables with a mop. A customer recorded the video Thursday of an employee using the mop to clean the tables in the kids' area. That's even worse. The doctor, uh, the doctor, the customer said that just minutes prior she saw the, doc, the same. Was it the kids' doctor? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was the children. Uh, just minutes prior, she saw the same employee mopping the floors. I was just disgusted, honestly. Customer Katie Duran told the news, "I had just eaten at that table." Do you really? Did you? What are you do, complaining do, about? You just ate at the table. It wasn't mopped. What did they do there yesterday? Do you do this every night? Do you do this in the morning? The restaurant's inspection reports with the state show eight violations. It, Violation is a great album by the band Stars, by the way. It's my favorite Stars album. S T A R Z. Check it out. Including, I'm checking, vents. Out the, I'm checking out the video. Of oh yeah, the mopping tables. That if I can get past this, if I can waste enough time to get past ten more seconds of a commercial. The restaurant's inspection report with the state show eight violations, including vents in the kitchen containing Vince? mold. Vince Neil. Vents containing mold and the in- interior of the freezer soiled with food <laughs> residue. I'm watching it. You see? Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, but but in their defense, did they did they check to make sure this wasn't a there's no defense for that, Craig. If it's a clean mop, it's, it's no, only it's used not. for that. She was mopping the floors before. Okay, that's, that's, what what they, that's what I'm asking. Well, that was in the story. If you hadn't been so bitty, 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 bitty. <laughs> you hadn't been so bitty watching videos. Oh, yeah. Look at this. <laughs> now you're watching it. The company called the workers' actions unacceptable and said the owner of the Burger King will be retraining the restaurant You staff. understand what I'm saying? I sure. Like, I'm, I sure, I'm, but I'm, I disagree I, with I, you. No, no, no. I don't I'm, want my tables mopped. Well, what I'm saying is I understand that it's... It's not the way to do it, but I'm saying that let's let's say you walked in, you had a fit, and you realize, dude, wait, I just opened this mop up out of the pack. It's a brand new mop and a brand new mop bucket. Brand new mop. It's very clean. Hot it's water. Brand, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it's not because it's not a taboo. I mean, you know what it I'm is. saying? It, no, no, it's no. If that's no. what they're doing, no, sir, that's not what they're doing. Say, and you I know, know it. I know that's not. I know what they're really doing. I'm just saying, how foolish would you feel if you walked in? And they said, dude, I just opened this up. I just felt I got a bad this back. This is our new table mop. I can't lean over. I've got a bad back. Well, why are you mopping? This is the only job I could get. Man, you, they well, make me mop. Let me give you my card, and we, if you need work, give me a call. Okay, can I get your number now? Yeah. Are you talking about them? Them, yeah. Oh, I thought you were offering me a job. Well, that too. Really? Like, <laughs> what would it? Like, what would it? T- can I? Can, can you I, sell I, shoes? Can I have? Well, can I have Monday through Saturday off? <laughs> no. And you're closed on Sunday, right? Yeah. Can I still get paid? Here's another story. Oh, I'm looking for mailbox money is what I'm looking for. Here's another story from Mark. Because I ain't getting it from this podcast. Mark Patch. We, we may be getting it soon. I mean, there's there's <laughs> things on the horizon for the weird show. Four-year-old boy drives family SUV during morning rush hour to get candy. Well, how well, else is he going to get I it? I saw Chucky and his, <laughs> Chucky and his demon, Chucky. Chucky and his demon offspring <laughs> were driving a car, and they ran Britney Spears off the road, and her car exploded. Darn. Poor Britney. And then he said, you know what Chucky said? What? I'm not making this up. He said, oops, I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> now you got me wanting to watch it. No, you don't want to watch it. It's so bad. Okay, anyway. Blaine, Michigan. Blaine, Or Blaine. Minneapolis. Either one. Did I say Michigan? You did. I meant Minneapolis. Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah, they both start with M. They- <laughs> They're both up so north. So is Montana. <laughs> 
They're all up north. Mississippi's down south. That's it right. With an M. Yeah. Go ahead with your story, would you? I, okay, thank you for correcting me. Yeah, yeah. I, I meant to say, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I, like you I said, it's all true I said, here. I said, I said is, that, is that Minneapolis? Yeah, it's Minneapolis. Yeah, it's Minneapolis. <laughs> or Minnesota. It, it's Minnesota. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minnesota. You're it's still Minnesota. correcting me. Yeah. A four-year-old Minnesota boy who was craving peanut butter and cups. And who is not craving peanut butter took cups. Took matters into his own hands to get some. Did you hear me? today with your nephew on facebook my nephew yes he started by saying he, he's got a peanut butter a, a reese's peanut butter habit yes but he's he all, does but he's all like health conscious like and he blames me but he's all health conscious like well the known fact the the cure for cancer is the way your diet blah 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 and i said look dude one out of one people die i said you <laughs> you can you can either die with it sounds a, better if you say 10 out of 10 no no no. <laughs> one out of one people die every everybody dies and you can either die with the delicious taste of reese's peanut butter cups in your mouth yes or kale Kale, no. <laughs> you can't say that on this podcast. I just did. Kale, no. You said kale? Checkbox, no. Yes. Kale, no. Uh, so anyway, a, a four-year-old Minnesota boy who was craving peanut butter cups took matters into his own hands to get some. Sebastian managed to grab the keys to his great-grandfather's Hyundai Santa Fe and drive over a mile to a gas station. I've never seen this young... Uh, I've never seen a driver this uh, young before operating a vehicle. Old. Captain Mark Boraboom uh, told the TV station while he hit a few mailboxes. <laughs> I bet he did. And lost part of the car's <laughs> bumper. No one was hurt during the joyride to the relief of his family and police. Could you imagine listening to the news every night and that's how they talk? Yeah, I can imagine it. Doesn't mean I want to do it. Oh, we laughed about it. It could have been very serious. Sebastian's great-grandfather, yes. Roy Becker... The colonel's what I call him. <laughs> told KMSP he could have hit a car. He wasn't wearing a seatbelt. We could be talking about a funeral. That grandfather well, needs to put his keys away. I think the grandfather needs to put more effort into having more Reese's cups in the house. That's probably a good idea. Yeah, Reese's ice cream. Reese's go. They got Reese's they got, they got, they got, soda. They got. They got, uh, they got Klondike bars with Reese's now. Huh? Reese's peanut butter. That's kind of a letdown. They were still good because they're Klondike. <laughs> What, they, well, once you've had a peanut butter parfait, isn't everything a letdown? Kind of. Yeah. Dairy Queen. We don't... You know when they shoot We me. don't show the love to DQ like we used to. Well, because they won't... Uh, give us anything. Give, give us anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know when, when the, when the uh, SWAT team shoots me off the top of that building one day? Yeah. I'm going to... What's going to land on the ground besides my corpse is going to be uh, a, the can of DQ fudge that, oh. I was, that I was eating with my bare hands. Yeah. It's just going to be a mix of blood and fudge all over the... Gross. Ooh, tonight's band name, Blood and Fudge. Hey, that's a good one. I'd buy that album with my new... Play on my new turntable, <laughs> which I love. Headline is, man arrested at JFK Airport after 34 live birds in hair curlers are found in his So case. he was sticking little bitty birds inside these hair curlers. Yes. What a great idea. So <laughs> they don't fly away. And their hair looks amazing when he gets where they're <laughs> yes, going. Yes, it does. The curly birds. <laughs> You've heard of the whirly birds. Aaron's band the name of the night, curly birds. <laughs> Are we high? No, we're very low. <laughs> I think actually we've hit our stride here lately. I think we're gonna. We might actually only lose one listener. A man has been arrested after trying to smuggle thirty-four live finches hidden. Well, they're little bitty birds. You could put them tiny. in those, here, but you couldn't put them in those big curlers. No, because they, they just get, flop around. They flop over. They yeah. be like they wee like they're inside one of those little, uh, you know, like the hamster wheels that turn too fast. Thirty-four and live finches. I'm just going to start going. Hidden in plastic hair curlers on a flight from Guyana. You know Guyana. Francis Garahu 
had the birds hidden in his hand luggage when he was pulled over by customs officials at JFK. Back up, you creep. <laughs> Why are you messing with the buttons? Why wouldn't I? Francis Garahu. Francis Allen Garahu had the birds hidden in his I think hand. It's Garahu. It doesn't matter. In the hand luggage. Does to his mother. When he was pulled over by customs officials by at way, JFK. By Airport the way, word to her. On Sunday, word to her. 39 year old was planning to sell the animals to be used in lucrative bird singing competitions. <laughs> bird singing competitions in New York City. I got to go to this. Lucrative. I wonder if uh, Mike I Tyson. Love, I love a Mike Tyson. No, he's got pigeons. Well, maybe they think. No, I, mean, I like. I use pigeons. I can't put you in the mouth. You talk about pigeons. I uh, finches are the cutest little birds. Yeah, they're cute. They are adorable, especially little rollers. When you put little heads sticking out, little heads, let me out. (laughs) Little curly birds. Court documents state Gurahu of Connecticut admitted he had intended to smuggle the birds inside his carry-on luggage to be sold at approximately $3,000 each. They, they chirp a lot. I can't imagine how he thought he was going to get away with this. So he had $102,000 worth of birds in his carry-on luggage. And that's not including the price of the rollers. Okay, now, maybe I missed it along the way here somewhere, but why would you just, if they're worth that much... They're, it's legal to sell finches. You can buy finches all day long at the bird store. These are, I don't know. I don't know. In such contests, often conducted in public areas like parks, two finches sing and a judge selects the bird determined to have the best voice. If a bird has a good enough voice, its value can raise to five grand if it's crowned a champion. That's an expensive blade. I'm, I'm thinking... You want to buy a dead blade? I'm thinking just open a finch store and just... Finches, finches are us. Finches are us. <laughs> the finch winch. If, and I mean, I mean and the finch winch. If, you, if you're just going to sell birds online, do it the right way if they're worth this much money. You're a finch girl. You could have the theme song, you know? <laughs> are you done? Yes. Woman in wheelchair fires taser at Detroit McDonald's worker. Now, how weird of a headline is We were talking about weird headlines. Film at 11. This is another headline written specifically for this podcast. I think I got the film at 11 thing. Well, obviously, it was a real thing, but I think that was, uh, was it Kentucky Fried Movie or something? It was yes. one, one of those movies. Like, some map, you know, that movie messed me up what, as, what, a, what as was a youngster. It, what was it? You know, meteor heading towards Earth, hurtling towards Earth, film at 11. Yes. That was one of those movies. I can't remember what. But, but I loved it because back in the day, you had to wait for the film. There was one called The Boob Tube that was a lot yep, like... Yep. Uh, There's Kentucky Fried Movie, Boob Tube. Kentucky Fried uh, Movie was weird. There was one called... There was one I won't call, the, I won't say the name of, because it's... Yeah. It's yeah. not... not there was a string of those strange movies. They're little vignettes. Little, yeah. Uh, well, my favorite, which is what I consider Kentucky Fried Movie 2. It's, yeah. It's Amazon Women on the Moon. Oh, that was a good one. Oh, my gosh. This movie... Now, it's not family no it's if i remember correctly it's not there's none of those of, are there's a little bit of nudity in this one well that's bad and, and it's and actually it's it's actually the humor with the nudity is actually uh, one of the ones we mentioned was loaded with bad well the and i'll, I'll say this because i think i can say this in a family friendly way the, the 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 bit that has the nudity in it is a playmate it's it's a it's a that's right that's and, the one i was thinking and, of. and the joke is that everywhere she goes she's got no clothes yes. on so that, that's why it's she that's, that's what they showed is. way too much i thought that that was in that's not in amazon women though that it is it, it's amazon women i thought that was in kentucky fried movie no there was one i won't talk about that's in that one. Oh, okay it was the catholic school girl one that was that was kentucky fried movie. i think you got your movies reversed no i know amazon women on the moon I think very you well got your movies no. reversed there, which Craig. is which is interesting because the tv version of amazon women on the moon this this goes back to why do they do things why does Hollywood insist on doing things? Yes. They filmed two entirely different versions of that. There's a TV version, because I've watched it, of the, the, the Playmate one, and she's 
clothed the entire time. They they shot an entire version. And there's another one where they're That's doing... That's the one you need to watch. They're doing... Re- well, you can't find it. It's it's in the vault somewhere in, in Universal Studios. Oh, darn. There's one... You know, there's a... There's a um, What's his face? I'm blanking on his name right now, but he, but he does the Quentin Tarantino. No, there's there's the bit in Amazon Window where he, he does baloney or not, but he doesn't say baloney. He right. says he's he, he's is, is it you know yeah, is the yeah, worst. We know. And, yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah. There's an entire version of it where he says baloney or not, and it's the TV version. Huh? And it makes you go. Why, why not didn't just you include that, that yes. on the DVD? We could have our choices of or just make that the movie. Or just make that the movie. But anyway, it's. Amazon Women on the Moon's got so much comedy. You got to watch during the sci-fi movie they're trying to show. The actual movie called Amazon Women on the Moon, which is what they're trying to show this entire movie, but it keeps getting stopped. Yeah. So much comedy gold in there. That's good stuff. By the way, thanks for saving me from those dinosaurs. Oh, sure. You've got to watch the movie to understand. Are that. you going to read this little bitty short snippet I think of I, well, a story? See, I was filling in because it's such a short. It's a tiny little story. Woman in wheelchair fires taser at Detroit McDonald's worker. A woman in a wheelchair who was tired of waiting for her food, which is the story I just told you about my experience. During our band meeting, we had band this meeting. story. Yes. I went to our brand new McDonald's, uh, the newly renovated McDonald's, and it's still got lousy service. It's yeah. horrible. I complained. I haven't been to that. I, I bet it's, years. It's fancy inside. Except I'm not going in. Anyway, I mean, why? You've got so many other better choices. That's what True. Mac, that's what McDonald's doesn't understand. Nowadays, McDonald's, they're not the only McDonald's king on the block. D- king on the block. Oh, I think we know what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, you yeah. Say king. Yeah, uh, he's, he's the king. And then we also got the queen just down the street too. Oh yeah, she's the dairy of the queens. Well, you ain't kidding, brother. She, she's the about bell some, of the ball. You talk about a peanut butter parfait. Mm. Oh, speaking of that, we had our band meeting, our official off location band meeting at Dairy Queen earlier we this did. week. We did. We had some real business to discuss, and then people started showing and up. And then yeah, we ended up with a crowd. But I had two <laughs> peanut butter parfaits. I had my one blizzard. No, you had and two you blizzards. Said, in, you, you doubled got, up you, on your blizzard, no. so I therefore doubled up no, on my. Pe- that's yeah, not true. That's I, how I, it happened. I sat down at the table, and you had two in front of you already. Yeah, but you had already ordered You had a two. nice pair. <laughs> you did. Right in front of you. It was the nicest and pair ate, of and peanut I, butter I didn't, parfaits. I didn't eat one and then the other. I ate them together so that they would stay level you, with each you other. You look like a person who was going to go in the bathroom and vomit it up and come back and order more. And you, you might have. I don't really so know. It's so good. That's the best. I, I dream about those things. Well, that that is an underlying problem. <laughs> anyway. Dr. Brooks, if you're listening, call me. I need to reset something. <laughs> So a woman in a wheelchair who was tired of waiting for her food at, at a Detroit, or as you would say, Detroit McDonald's. Rock City. Fired a taser at an employee. Got to lose your mind in Detroit. Rock City, Craig. The employee was not injured. Oh, that song, police. that song is on Destroyer, which was the album of the week this yeah, week. Thank you. Can I finish? This is a short it's enough story. song on the album. You don't have to fill the story anymore. <laughs> Detroit, employee, Rock City. The employee was not injured and called the police. Officers found the irate customer with a taser tucked in her shirt. <laughs> this sounds like it wasn't a taser that shot across the room. This was like a, a, a stun gun. Like a stun gun. Yeah. Officers took away the taser. Now we're taking your taser away now. And we're going to have to tase you. And requested an out of custody, out of custody out of warrant. Custody. <laughs> What's an out of custody warrant? Uh, I don't know, man. It says if the Wayne County Prosecutor's Office office allows it the woman will be arrested so does this mean that she's got custodial care somewhere must have and now she they want yeah, a custodian cares for her <laughs> so wait so if the local school custodian is yeah. not putting that uh mopping the tables? sawdust all over the vomit <laughs> in the floor then mopping the, the tables mopping the tables then that person person's supposed to be watching her yeah <laughs> yeah 
You remember that guy? Yes, Worst job I do. ever. Yes. We had a great custodian when I was in elementary school. And that poor guy had to go get that little bag, rip open the bag, it had sawdust <laughs> in it, soak up all the vomit. Paul Fagg, you know, the, yeah. the actor, producer. I read, I've read all his books because he writes hilariously. And he's got, uh, in his latest book, the one that's got him uh, in the white suit on the cover, he, he, ta- he picks up where his first book left off and goes through high school. And it's so funny. They end up at an REO Speedwagon concert at the end that he's just crazy about. But anyway, in the first book, he's in elementary school. And he said he had been bugging his mom for weeks to get him this special Hot Wheels car. It was a little uh, truck. It was a truck and had a little thing on the bed. And she finally got it for him. She got him this Hot Wheels car after weeks of him asking for Please, it. Tell me he vomited on it. Hang on. So um, he took it to school and he was rolling it back and forth across his desk. Vroom, vroom. Yeah. And the little kid behind him, he said, was poor. And he actually was a friend of his, but he felt sorry for him. He didn't want, and the kid wanted to play with his truck. And he said he didn't want to let the kid play with the truck because he was playing with it. It was brand new. Yeah, brand new. Been wanting it forever. So he handed it to him, turned around and faced the class, and he said he heard, and the kid threw up all over his desk. No, you can keep it. The the, the, uh, custodian came in, sprinkled sawdust, swept the vomit and the truck away, and (laughs) left. (laughs) Poor Paul. Now he's rich. Paul Fagg. His books are a lot of fun. Did he do that horrible Ghostbusters reboot? He did. And that was a you're going to have to forgive him for that because he's done so much other good stuff. I can't wait for Jason Reitman's version. Man, me too. He's coming back. Maybe he's going to make it right. All right. Headline is, man sued hotel for alleged accident. It was an accident. He jumps from the balcony to dazzle his friends. He just jumped. It was the balcony he jumped from. <laughs> the man had serious injuries such as a fractured clavicle and some broken ribs, so he asked is the, the hotel- clavicle, is that the one that sounds like a pipe organ or the one that sounds like a, a, a harpsichord? Which is the clavicle? So he asked that the hotel should take care of his hospital expenses. The young man of English nationality who vacationed in a hotel in Magloff on the Spanish island of Mallorca. Sure. You've already butchered all the other names. Demanded that the resort where he stayed pay the medical bill following a fraudulent accident in the pool. The man was left with considerable injuries, injuries, injuries. such as a fractured clavicle and some broken ribs, so he asked the hotel to pay more than 3,300 euros. No, 33,000 euros. Wow. In his statement, uh, the youngster said that the injuries had been caused by a fall he suffered when he left the hotel pool. However, the insurance company only wait, had... Wait, wait, wait. You missed the whole thing here. I know. But about I'm trying, a lie. We're, at, we're running way out of time. No, but he's lying. Okay, according to... All right, I'll back up. and then we gotta, we got to hurry. According to what was published by the newspaper, the lie of the young man was revealed after there heads of the hotel con- contacted... Con- oh, wow. Contracted. Contacted, contacted the insurance company to carry out the investigation. Here's the problem. You're getting excited about the time. In a video of just under 20 seconds, the guest is shown standing at the edge of the balcony railing. You, 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 there's all this stuff that's important. As he prepares to his take statement, the look. His statement, he said his injuries were caused by that. a fall. Yeah, I read that when you stopped me to okay, reread okay, the thing. Okay. Uh, one, now I'm all upset. As, as, he perhaps, as he prepares to take a step, his friends watch him, one of them with a phone in hand to get a record of the daring moment. However, things go not as expected since the small tree did not dampen the fall, causing it to hit <laughs> you think this is on Reddit, had to hurt. his back on the ground. So far, the man has not been identified, and it's unknown. He's got a name. It's unknown if the resort managers called the police for a claim. Uh, the, event, the event occurred a week after another foreigner. I, I used to have all their records. Yeah. Uh, cold as ice. You know what I'm saying? I'm willing to sacrifice. Well, it was urgent. Yeah, it was. <laughs> lost his life. The story. It was urgent. In the same holiday area. 
after falling from the second floor. The deceased was identified as 20-year-old Freddie Prend. He was great on yeah, uh, Chico, Chico and the Man, Man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> who was staying with a group of friends. The body of a rugby team player, Minehead Barbarian, Minehead Barbarian, was found early on the morning of June seventh, lying on the ground near the entrance. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm calling a foul out here, but I'm, I'm another band name. No, My, no, 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 Minehead don't Barbarians. Do don't you do it, Minehead Barbarians. Nope. You're not getting it. I just did. Minehead Barbarians. Count. Think of that name for a second. No, we it's, have a, it's perfect. It's but a, you've it's already a, used it's your a, band. It's a, it's a, I think I used it last episode. You're just remembering incorrectly. Are you serious? I don't know. <laughs> oh, uh, I'll give you half. Minehead barbarians. All right, that's all okay, you get, thanks. just in case. Thanks. Let's go ahead and do this. It's time for the Mark Patch Top 10. 10, 10, 10. Oh, you got echo on again. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you turn it off? Off, off, off. We spare no expense in That sounds like a couple of those edits you had a while yeah, ago. Yeah, it does. Aaron's top ten. Well, I like this is you've made this about. Well, wait, you. I'll explain this. I'll Aaron's explain top it. ten favorite books from Time Magazine's top one hundred favorite books. Now, the reason this is our list this week is because I was trying to find a top ten list, and I saw Time Magazine's top one hundred books. So I clicked on that. I was going to take their top ten off that list and make that the top ten list, but they're in alphabetical order. There's no. <laughs> No, and so these are my favorites. I've read. I've read. Why are they numbered backwards? Uh, and they're in no particular order. I have only read one book on this entire list. <laughs> are you list. serious? Yeah. I've read all of these, of course. So this is my top 10 favorite books from Time Magazine's top 100. So there were two books. critics that you never heard of that picked 100 of the best. Well, and yeah. Since 1923, and the see, beginning of the Time Magazine. And that's mag- that's important to know because most of my favorite books were written before Time Magazine started. So these are not my top 10 favorite books. These are my top 10 favorite books on Time Magazine's top 100 books list. So I guess the Bible wasn't in there? It was not. It was written way before Time Magazine started. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to hit you with the guilt one. <laughs> that, so didn't work, yeah. that didn't work. Okay, number one. I'm not going to number them. I'm just going to say what they are. All right. The Catcher in the Rye. Yeah, J.D. Salinger's J.D. classic. And all of his books are great. I've read all of his books. They're all wonderful. Uh, number two, a Clockwork Orange. I've seen the movie, Clockwork Orange. Clockwork Orange. I did not like the movie. I don't like the way they interpreted his book at all uh, by Anthony Burgess. The book's amazing. Why does it say The Grapes of Wraith? Uh, it shouldn't be Was Wrath. it a supernatural version of it? <laughs> Time Magazine. It was a supernatural version where they conjured a spirit. The Grapes of Wrath by Grapes John Steinbeck. Yes. yes. Uh, number four, Lolita. By Vladimir Nabokov. Oh, yeah. I've got all his stuff. Uh, Lolita's amazing. The, well, I'm her. She's okay. <laughs> the, the Heart is a Lonely Hunter by Carson McClure. Yes. McCullers. McCullers. Uh, number six, Never Let Me Go by Kazu Ishaguro. I'm sure that was an 80s song. What? Uh, the Heart never, is a, Never Let Me Go. Oh, maybe. Uh, number seven, I've not read 1984, which is number seven, but I have read the much shorter Animal Farm. Yeah, it's much shorter. <laughs> That's an understatement. Also by George Orwell. That's why I said that. Yeah. But why, okay. Hey, 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 Goober, why easy. do you think I brought it up? Number eight. I need a blizzard. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest by Ken Kissy. <laughs> One Flew Into This Room and Stood Next to Me. <laughs> I've seen the movie One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Okay, and the one book I've read, Catch-22. Oh, have you really? Did you like it? Well, I read Slaughterhouse-Five. I'm pretty sure I read Slaughterhouse-Five was good. I'm pretty sure I read... Maybe they're I'm, different authors. Actually, I know that. Okay. I don't want Kurt Vonnegut. Yeah. I'm not a stupid idiot. And another thing, Vonnegut... <sighs> Case 22 is Joseph Heller. I know, I know it says so right there. Yeah. I know Vonnegut. I'm trying to... I, okay, first of all, it had nothing to do with the two things. Okay, I said, <laughs> I just said I read, which is wartime. Yeah, it is. Case uh, 22 yeah. and... They're both war, war novels. So I think... Actually, I think that I was wrong. I think I saw the movie Catch 22. I never read it, but I read Slaughterhouse-Five, which is unrelated and not on this list. Yeah. 
Which why isn't it on the list? And the that num- had to be one of the hundred books. Which one was it? Slaughterhouse Five. You know, I think it was on the list. It's not one of your favorites. There was a Vonnegut on the list. He did a lot of time slipping. In that. I think it was. I think it was Slaughterhouse Five. Yeah, that he was did, on he did a lot of time slipping. And I have read it oh, and enjoyed oh, oh, it. I just time slipped. <laughs> I'm in a fishbowl. I've read a lot of the books on their top. I've read 100. a lot of books. Uh, number ten. Look uh, at me. I'm Aaron Lindsay. I talk like this, but I read a lot. Back up, you creep. <laughs> on the road by Jack Kerouac is the last one. So there we go, Craig. That was a fun list. Two, I never felt so alienated and at the wrong party. It'll be a top ten list of your own. No, I'm in of that list. I couldn't really be, be cool and talk about all the cool things I knew. All what? right. It's gonna, that's going to do it for this episode. we got to get out of here. They're going to be flashing the lights at us again at the Lee Berry Studios like they did last week. Well, you know what? They can do all they want. Well, it's their studio. I guess they can. It's our studio. We just let them run We it. put it on the map, even though it's been here for 200 no, years. No, we actually you worked at the map company. You actually put it on <laughs> yeah, the map. I put it on the map. I'd like to say hello to my father and my mother, and I hope y'all are doing well. They, they've been to Florida. You act like you never see them. I hope you're doing well. I haven't seen you in a month. I, they, I haven't she seen them in a She's had a birthday. Well, yeah, we discussed that. I'll discuss it again if I want to. Say it. I dare you. It'll stop the song. Up, you creep.